0: So, yeah, my name is Michael. I'm the worship pastor here, and I'm excited to speak to you guys. And uh, can you all just give it up for the worship team? Didn't they just? Yeah, they, man. Wow, me and uh, Matt's dad were back there. He was like, I got goosebumps on my face. I just got goosebumps all over the place. So man, we're just so happy that you guys are here and it's such an honor to be able to speak today. So I'm talking about how to be adaptable and how to overcome any situation. And if I could add something to that, it would be with the kingdom mindset, right? Uh, You know, life constantly throws situations that we must overcome. Right, we're always in different situations, and and uh, sometimes it's like a curveball. You know, you're not meant to hit a curveball, um, and it's like, what do you do in response to that? How how do you keep moving forward, or how do you deal with that stuff? And God gives us the tools necessary to adapt to life's curveballs. Right, so. Uh, Let's jump into this. I'm going to pray, and then we'll jump in. So, dear Lord God, I pray that we would not be distracted. God, but with this message, you would just speak to us in a mighty way and uh, open our ears and our hearts and our minds to hear what it is that you would have to say. In the name of Jesus, amen. So, in 2 Corinthians 11... um, that's a lot. I'm. I'm gonna just kind of read through some of these scriptures, and because uh, it's gonna, Paul's really gonna set up where we're gonna go today. Okay, and Paul is somebody. If you don't know who he is, he spoke to a lot of the churches that were beginning to form after Jesus, and he really structured. They call him uh, an apostle. He really structured the church, right? The church that we live in today. Um, so in Second Corinthians, verse. 11, 23 through 25, it says, I have worked much harder, been imprisoned prison more frequently, been flogged more severely, and been exposed to death again and again. Five times I received from the Jews the 40 lashes, minus one. I think it's so funny that he put that in there. Minus one. Uh, but three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was pelted with stones. Three times I was shipwrecked. I spent a night and day in the open sea. And I mean, what situations have you been exposed to, right? As we consider everything that Paul's gone through, uh, and maybe God is trying to show us something through our pain and weaknesses. You know, I know that's kind of weird. Like, how could he show us something through pain and weakness? Isn't that kind of a weird statement? Well, it goes on to say that, I have been constantly on the move. I've been in danger from rivers, in danger from bandits, in danger from my fellow Jews, in danger from Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at sea, and in danger from false believers. I have labored and toiled and have often gone without sleep. I have known hunger and thirst and have often gone without food. I have been cold and naked. And what if God wants us to walk and step with him, but is going to take us through tough situations so his strength can be fully displayed. Okay, so we talked about, you know, our weaknesses and our pain. What if he wants us to go through that because he's trying to show us something. If you just rely on me and my strength, I'm going to show you that I can get you through any situation, right? So it goes on to say, besides everything else, I face daily the pressure of my concern for all the churches. Uh, Who is weak in I do not feel weak. Who is led into sin and I do not inwardly burn? If I must boast, and I think this is so interesting, if I must boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness. So why would Paul, somebody who, by the way, if you didn't know this, Paul was like, I read somewhere that he was like up there with the way that he, almost like genocide of You know, Christians, okay? Before he was a Christian, he was a Jew, and he was like, I mean, he was the most like theological, just in depth, knew everything about like the word and the laws and everything, and he like persecuted Christians like nobody else. I mean, he was known for that. So for Paul to be a Christian, it's like, wow. And then why would Paul boast about his weaknesses? Okay, so that's something I really want as we like step into this next side of the sermon. Um, I really want you guys to just kind of think about that. Why would he boast about his weaknesses, right? Because isn't that so backwards? You know, that's so backwards from the world. We want to think about, oh, I'm, I'm tough. I'm strong. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a man or I'm a woman or whatever it is like, you know, we don't want to boast about our weaknesses. Isn't that so strange? But Paul says, I want to boast about weaknesses. I take delight in my weaknesses. Okay, so. Um, I interviewed my cousin, and this isn't in the notes, but my cousin is like a bad dude, and if you're watching this, man, uh, so anyway, he worked with the Coast Guard, okay, he was in the military, and he did counterterrorism. okay, so when you see in the movies, and he told me, movies are terrible examples of like what we do, you know, but he's like a bad dude. And I've known him like this guy, before he was in the military, he'd like just go run like 20 miles with nothing but a backpack and like maybe a little bit of water. I mean, he just pushed himself to the max, right? So we're thinking like, how do you adapt and overcome? And I I said, hey, I wanna interview you and just kinda give me some feedback on what it's like to be in the military. Is this something that you do? And I wanna give you guys some of the takeaways from that. Okay, so he was on this team for three years And he's not anymore, I guess. Bad things went down in his words that he is still trying to recover from to this day. So like three, he's dealt with this stuff like, you know, several years ago, and he's still trying to recover from some of the situations that he had to get in, okay? And he told me, he said, in suffering, there's growth. So that's kind of weird. We're talking about embracing our weaknesses, take delight in them. And you know, who out here has suffered? From situations who out here has experienced pain who out here has weaknesses we're all human we're not perfect the only person that was perfect was jesus right and in suffering there is growth so make the best of whatever happens right and that's something that that he was telling me he's like you know we're going to encounter these situations but you know you're going to have family around you you're going to have your team around you you're going to have situation after situation and make the best of whatever is thrown at you kind of like if you throw lemons at me uh easy peasy lemon squeezy we're just going to make lemonade right we're going to make the best out of that i don't care how many throw me half a lemon i'm going to make lemonade throw me 20 lemons i'm going to make some lemonade no matter what i'm going to make some lemonade out of love's life's toughest situations so um here's some takeaways preparation is key Okay, Preparation can make or break you. And here's a really cool statement that I'm just, I love this, that he said, prepare for chaos. And how can you do that? I mean, this, I can't even imagine the situations where he's thinking like life or death. You know, if we mess up at all, this is it. I'm gone. And I have a wife and just, I have a family, but this is life or death. You know, so he's, he's thinking in his mind before he ever gets in those situations, he's going to prepare for chaos, so I just think that's really interesting. And how do you do that? Through repetition, um, through repetition, just like with music. We, everybody on this stage has, we didn't just arrive here overnight, okay? There has been, I mean, if I asked any member of the band, uh, probably thousands of hours. I know in high school alone, I tried to figure out the math one day, I was like, wow, at least 10,000 hours. You know, at least every, I didn't have a girlfriend, <laughs> very isolated in my room, just like, chugga chugga check just trying to practice all these chords and stuff for hours and hours so I could get in any situation musically and be okay. But through repetition, you can push through any obstacle with baby steps. Uh, discipline and preparation go hand in hand. And even though you don't feel like it, this was a real kind of revelatory a uh, thing that I discovered in my life, even though you don't feel like it, discipline goes beyond what we feel, right? We might not feel like going to the gym, but we know if we push through that feeling of not wanting to go to the gym, not wanting to diet, not wanting to do the dishes, husbands, right? <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, who loves to do the dishes? <laughs> I actually do. I know that's a weird feeling, but um, unless it's super backed up, like that's when I'm like, okay, dishwasher. It's your turn. But, uh, you know, if you push through it and do it anyways, the reason why you do that, the reason why we push through the feeling is because it can benefit you in the heat of the moment. So all of these little disciplines that he was doing, he's trying to prepare for chaos. He's They do drill after drill after drill after drill so that when they get in the heat of the moment, they're gonna be as prepared for chaos as they possibly can be. So uh, three takeaways for you guys. If you're taking notes, and if not, I think these would be great notes to take mental notes, your phone, whatever. Um, number one, be brilliant in the basics. Okay, so preparation is key, like we said, but be brilliant in the basics. So, what does that mean? Okay, if things don't go as planned and I get into this situation where bullets are flying in life and uh, the enemy's throwing as many shots as he can at me and I have insecurities and doubts and I don't know how this situation is gonna play out. What do you know? Do you know God's word? Do you know the basics of his word? And one just example that I, I just like kept thinking about when I was preparing this is, uh, you know, I've had the opportunity to be uh, kind of like a right-hand man, if you will, to Pastor Brent Sparks at Encounter. He really mentored me in a lot of ways and he's like a spiritual father to me. And Pastor Kazi and something that I've always seen with Brent and Kazi and a lot of mentors and people when they mentor other people. They always come back to, well, are you reading your Bible daily? Are you praying daily? Are you giving tithes and offerings? Are you, you know, do you and your wife pray together? Do you guys go to church often? And it's like, those are always the first questions that they've asked, and when the answer is no, and it's like, well, that's why you're dealing with a lot of the stuff you're dealing with. Be brilliant in the basics. And uh, so I could save you time, because I know what Kaz is gonna say, if, if you're dealing with some really tough situations in life, let me just make it simple for you. Be brilliant in the basics, right? Read your Bible daily, pray daily, go to 21 days of prayer and fasting, join a small group. And if you feel like you need some spiritual depth, I tell the worship team this all the time, do I not? <laughs> um, that if, if you want some spiritual depth, don't join like a um, disc golf, small group or don't join like, you know, unless like it's centered around like we're going to pray and we're going to get into the word, right? Because that's what you need, right? If you're not covering the basics, Um, expect to suffer. That's point number two. Don't be too rigid, right? Because you you go into life and situations and, and stuff with a plan, but be flexible when things don't go as planned, Right? Uh, be open to, you know, going back to the basics. How, okay, so this didn't go as planned, but what what do we know? What can we do? What can I do that's right in front of me right now that I'm just going to do it to the max with everything that's inside of me to the, the absolute best of my ability? That's what you should do, and it should be reading your Bible daily, praying, um, worshiping in any situation, giving God your first fruits of, of everything that you possibly can. And then the third one, daily disciplines. And I think it's really interesting that he brought this example up like the uh shopping cart you know and you guys don't have to show me but do you push the shopping cart back you know into its place i remember the other day i was it was like the best like most pristine in the front of the parking lot spot And there was already a shopping cart, so I was like, okay, this guy, he's about to, he's gonna take both shopping carts and he's gonna be that guy, he's he's gonna be awesome. And then he left the shopping cart with the other one and just got in his car. It's like, man, so um, yeah, I kept my truck where it was and pushed them both back. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm just saying that, you know, small disciplines, right? Small disciplines equal huge results. Right, So if we daily prepare the best that we can in all of these small disciplines, it's the little things that make up the big picture, right? So I'm preaching a lot better than y'all are, amen, and that's such a pastor thing to say, but it's true. So Paul goes on to say, and this, okay, we were talking about why is he boasting about his weaknesses? But he said to me, You know, Paul was dealing with this thorn in his flesh, right? I just want to give you some backstory on this. Why, why did Paul ask for God to remove this thorn in the flesh, right? Because three times he was dealing with this thing and just asking God, "Can you remove this?" And I want you to replace the words "thorn in your flesh" with like whatever tough situation you feel like you can't get past. Maybe it's in the past, present, future, whatever it is. You're dealing with a really tough situation. Okay, hardest situation you possibly can. I'm going to help you today. Okay, or maybe something in the future remember this this should be a life scripture it has gotten me through many many battles and wars of the of the mind and just life uh so yeah so let's so god said to paul when he was asking him please get me out of the situation but he said to me my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness So remember we were talking about why is he delighting in weakness? Well, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am, and you guys help me out. When I am, then I am. That was weak. Come on. When I am, then I am. Right, so I'm going to delight in this tough situation. Maybe it's. You know, my parents got divorced or maybe, um, you know, like I was abused growing up. I'm gonna, I'm not saying it's a good situation. I'm just saying I'm gonna delight that tough situations have happened to me because when I am weak, then I am strong. You mean the finances in the bank aren't the way that I thought they were gonna be? Well, I know when I am weak, then I'm strong because this is gonna present just the stage for God to show up and show that he's gonna take his sons and daughters through the toughest life situations that you can possibly imagine and show that, okay, that's my son right there. All eyes are on him because a lot of people are knowing what he's been through because when he is weak though, I'm gonna show that I am strong because I'm gonna have my power perfected in his weakness, right? For my power is made perfect in weakness. And it maybe it doesn't, affect you like it does me right now, maybe you're not going through a tough situation, but I'm telling you, write this down, and when you're going through a tough situation, remember, God's power is perfected in whatever you're going through. So maybe you feel like you're at the bottom of the ground right now, right? God's power is perfected in that. Or maybe you're gonna have a tough situation one day. God's power is gonna be perfected in that. So we're talking about how do we adapt and overcome any situation, so here's another one, maybe it's like, somebody that you deal with in life, right? I I was, when I was preparing for this, I saw another uh, sermon that said, how to deal with difficult and over um, critical people. It's like, man, that's a good sermon. I want to hear that, but I couldn't derail, but this is a scripture. Like, how do I deal with overly critical, overly just like negative, the hardest people that can possibly be around? How do I deal with that? Well, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So it's like, okay, well, I'm really mad at this person. Well, your battle isn't against that person. You shouldn't be mad at that person. You should be mad at the forces of evil behind what's influencing that person to do the things that are making you mad in the first place because your battle isn't against them. So. You know, who's harboring unforgiveness? Forgive, you know, just as God has forgiven you, it's time to forgive because Satan has a plan just like God has a plan to still kill and destroy you. It says that in, I think, First John 4, 4, I can't, I can't remember where it is, but it says it in the Bible, okay, that he is out to steal, kill, and destroy. That's his plan for your life. But God's plan is that you may have life, life in abundance. Uh, he has a plan for you. It's not to harm you. It's to prosper you. So he's going to take whatever the enemy has planned for you, and he's going to turn it around for good, right? So here's some practical steps. The shield of faith protects us from the evil one. So you might ask me, well, how do I have my faith increase? It's back to the basics, reading the word, right? is back to praying. It's, you know, maybe you should pray and declare God's word over that situation. The sword of the spirit is the word of God, right? So uh, how do you, you know, when, when life is throwing curveballs at you, how do you deal with it? How do you recover? How do you keep pushing forward and move past that situation? With the word of God, that is your weapon, okay? So, and I think it's real easy to go to Google and type in like scriptures on depression or like, you know, that's the easy thing. But what if you committed to heart? Like in Psalm one nineteen eleven, you know, I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you, that I might be able to have strength in the toughest of situations with life. So pray God's word over your situation. Meditate on and memorize his word. And I think this is one of the most key things that I ever did, Right you can't get into tough situations in life if you're still dealing with stuff from the past. Like if you can't let go of whatever the toughest situation you've ever been in is, maybe today, maybe right now is that moment for you to let go. You know, because I know with me, I couldn't fully move on to do some of the things that God had planned for me. I don't think I ever would have been on a stage being able to do this stuff if I still dealt with all the insecurities that God had removed from me. You know, I'm not saying I don't have insecurity sometimes because I do, I get scared and and I have fear. Even sometimes doing worship or getting up here in front of like, you know, a lot of people. We get up in front of a lot of people and it can be a lot of pressure, but don't run away from life's toughest situations, past, present, or future. You know, uh, don't just sweep it under the rug and try to act like it's not happening, but instead confront them fully and allow God to bring you healing in and through them. And this is really key guys, bring every detail to Him. You know, I think it's so easy to just like, well, we're just gonna sweep this under the rug. And before you know it, we have a mountain underneath the rug and we have all these situations that we haven't dealt with, right? And it begins to trickle into every other area. It's like, well, why am I triggered so much? Have you, you know, just swept everything under the rug? And it's like, well, I just don't have patience. I just get mad easily. Or, you know, I I just can't overcome this situation. I've been trying so hard to overcome this. Well, did you actually deal with some other stuff that that happened to you, right, and give it to God? So I'm gonna pray, we're gonna close this out. And if that's you, I just want you to really, you know, I think this message is for you, but I'm gonna pray, if, if you've never received Jesus, It's one of the greatest decisions you can make by just saying yes to him, and it's gonna be real simple. Um, You can say it under your breath or you can say it out loud, but I'm just gonna give you that opportunity. So dear Lord God, I surrender my life to you, and I thank you that my name is written in the book of life. I thank you that Jesus is the Lord of my life. I thank you that I'll never be the same And I thank you, God, that you're gonna take me through so many situations and give me the strength. God, and I pray this for every person here, Lord, that if we're dealing with unforgiveness or bitterness or anything that's taken root in us, Lord, I pray that you would just take that root out. God, let us just move past whatever it is that's holding us back for the plans and the purpose and, and the, the things that you have planned for us, God. Just give us a glimpse. Lord, let us know that, that your plans for us are so greater than anything else. Just like Jesus said, greater things than these will you do. We know that there's even greater days ahead. Lord, we're gonna live the greatest life that we possibly can, step in step with you. Lord, so we thank you for all this and pray all these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Uh, Give God a clap uh, for using Michael today. And I pray that you learn something today.